Welcome to St. James Parish in Wilmington, North Carolina. You can learn more about St. James on our website at stjamesp.org. Some 1,500 years before Jesus was even born in Bethlehem, a man named Moses asked God a bold question. Perhaps you remember this way back in the book of Exodus, standing there with bare feet by the warmth of that burning bush, with both his knees and his voice surely trembling, Moses said to God, chapter 3, verse 13, If I come to the Israelites and say to them, The God of your ancestors has sent me to you, and they ask me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? And God said to Moses, I am who I am. I am who I am. Probably not the most satisfying answer for Moses, but definitely a good start. All of those centuries later, Jesus himself would expand on this familiar phrase, I am, for his disciples, and for you, and for me, and for the world. In fact, in the Gospel of John, there are seven different times, as you may know, when Jesus completes the I am sentence with a different description. Just two weeks ago, we heard Jesus comparing himself by saying, I am the good shepherd. Along the way, he says, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the vine, I am the gate. And today, Jesus says, I am the bread of life. The bread. Doesn't that seem kind of boring? Couldn't Jesus have said something much more interesting to us, like, I am the grilled pork chop of life, or I am the beautiful salad of life, or even I am the pimento cheese of life? He says, I'm the bread. Why bread? After all, bread is so common. It's so accessible. It's so available. It's, oh, right. As my children might say, duh. <laughs> bread is accessible. Bread is available. Bread is the most commonly made and most consumed food in all the world, right? Every culture has bread made of different grains, pound it into flour, add water, cook in or on something hot, and you have bread. If you want to get fancy, you can add yeast, salt, sugar. If you want to get super fancy, egg and oil, garlic, olives, herbs. But the basic bread, as we all know, is so simple and also very understood and also very nourishing. It is that comfort and it is that sustenance. And that is why Jesus says, I am the bread of life. Just for the record though, I really like pimento cheese. <laughs> but on a cracker, of course. So let's just not have to wonder any longer why in the worst of our pandemic, one of the most sought after ingredients after toilet paper was yeast. Yes, bread making was so huge last year. And it's no great mystery, I don't think. People wanting something to do, to understand, to experience some kind of gratification that feels normal when the world seems turned upside down, sideways, when things don't look or feel as they should, when things get weird or even sensational. I think that's a good description of the scene we hear in our scripture today. Just to recap, we remember that Jesus just got through feeding way over 5,000 people 
with five barley loaves and two meager fish. And then, of course, there were these 12 baskets of abundance of bread and food left over. That's weird and sensational. Meanwhile, his disciples get in their boat, and they take off for Capernaum across the lake. And rather than catching up by taking the other boat they had brought, Jesus took that stroll on the water last week, and it scared everyone. And I do think Jesus probably laughed to himself a bit on that one. But then he got in the boat, and then they're immediately on the other side of Capernaum. Also a bit weird or sensational, and now here we are today. The crowds have figured out that even though Jesus didn't get in the boat with his crew, he's with them on the other side of the lake, and they go to catch up with him. They know something is up. They want to see more. They want to see more. That's a good thing, right? Imagine with me if there were crowds of people waiting outside these doors every week, clamoring for more, more. Wouldn't that be a good thing? Doesn't our St. James strategic plan call for increased enrollment? Lots of folks hungry for what we have to offer? Yes and no. Jesus is very direct with his disciples and with us. He wants to relay a clear message. Let's listen in once again, shall we? When they found him on the other side of the lake, they asked him, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus answered, I tell you the truth. You're not looking for me because you saw miraculous signs, but because you ate the loaves. You had your fill. Do not work for the food that spoils, but for the food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. So actually, Jesus has their number right now. He's letting them know that he sees that they're interested in what he can give them, the wow factor, the next cool trick, the next thing they can ooh and awe over. But boil down, Jesus is really asking a question that we can probably all benefit from. Why are you coming to church? Why are you coming to church? Why are we seeking Jesus at all? Is it because we like the gifts? Or is it, he asks, because we love the giver? Jesus is saying to them that he knows that they're more interested then in that momentary sensation rather than the sure foundation, in a full belly rather than a full eternity. And just for the record, I believe Jesus knows it's hard for any of us to look past being hungry. A hungry belly is an important thing. We should all be interested in eating our next meal, but that's not his point, I believe, today. Jesus goes further to answer their question when they ask, what can they do to do the works of God? He says the work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. To believe in the one he has sent, that is our work, to look up. To look up, to focus on God. That is what we can do. That is our work. And if our focus is indeed on God, the rest is gravy. Whatever measure comes will be more than enough, more than ample. It will be lavish because it won't be our focus. Many of you know the writings of C.S. Lewis. He had a very compelling way with words. This is what he offers, and I quote, Aim at heaven and you will get earth thrown in. Aim at earth and you'll get neither. So Jesus is really telling the crowd today, and maybe you and me, that at times our aim is just a bit off. He redirects us. When manna in the desert comes up, what does Jesus say? 
For it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives light and life to the world. And of course, we'll circle back to Jesus now saying, I am the bread of life. Aim for heaven, Jesus says. Focus up. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Hmm. We know those words, don't we? Maybe that's how then we might end in prayer today. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Alleluia, alleluia. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Alleluia, alleluia, amen.